Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you are a light warrior, sensitive soul, and you would like some support, I have a free package for you at lightwarriorsupport.com. So today is the first Monday of the month, which means I have Dr. Dennis Lobstein with me, and we are going to be discussing this month LifeWave Phototherapy Patching Protocols to help support your heart, and your cardiovascular blood system. So we haven't done actually a show uh, specifically, I don't believe, um, honed in on the topic of the heart. So it was very interesting that uh, through the heart's intuition that both Dr. Dennis and I thought of the same topic at the same time. (laughs) So that was pretty cool. So if you're just joining us for the first time, just so you know, there is a guest call-in number that you can use to call and ask any questions about LifeWave patching or protocols, not just what our topic is today. And the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Just hit one so we know your hand's up. Again, it's 818-514-1190. And hit the number one on your dial pad so we know that you have a question. I'll also be opening up the chat and we'll be co-host with Dr. Dennis to help field any questions that you may have that you want to write down in the chat And, uh, yeah, so Dr. Dennis, welcome to the show this month. Hi, Dr. Karen. Can you all hear me? We can hear you fine. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. Delightful being here. You know, this is uh, the um, beginning of our sixth year together doing the show. Wow. Amazing. (laughs) Unbelievable, huh? (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. Time just flies i mean it's like wow <laughs> it seems like just oh yesterday we decided to start it yeah i know uh, i know so much has changed and yeah so many shifts and changes and beautiful revelations and yeah it's it's been an honor dr dennis likewise <laughs> it's a pleasure for me to do this and a lot of fun Super so, fun. Um, we, I get to, like, you know, add more stuff to my brain. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to keep working mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. so I got a question for you. Um, mm-hmm. if, if I were having a heart attack, what would I want you to do? If you were having a well, you know the 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 medical doctor part would be like, oh yeah, we have this medical doctor protocol, and uh, you know we'd give you an aspirin and give you nitroglycerin, call nine one one, you know, rub magnesium oil on the wherever we can find space on your body, right. you know, and uh, and then yeah, if I have my patches handy, then I would want to support the heart and cardiovascular meridians and energy with energy enhancer patches and eon. Uh this is my first, yeah. you know, thoughts uh definitely. Um I probably do a combination of all of the above. <laughs> right. Well, we're going to talk about how to use the patches, but um one of the first things I want you to do is uh bite me. Bite you on not on your toes, I hope. No, on my <laughs> little not. finger. Ah, on, on the end of yes. my little finger, which, as you know, is the Jingwell point, uh, heart nine, which releases heat. And so, if um, 
somebody's starting to have a heart issue, then if you um, if you uh, stimulate heart nine, you're going to draw heat out of the uh, heart meridian, which is usually what's happening there. You get a lot of heat built up, and that will help calm the issue down. Mm. Of course, yeah, I could be more somebody specific. Somebody might sue you for issues. biting, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not if we're well, right. <laughs> not under the Good Samaritan law. It's an emergency, and they're having a heart attack, so you'd be saving their life. <laughs> I don't so still don't know about the biting thing. I don't know about that. Uh, they might not consider so if, that. Uh, yeah. If you're not so uncouth as to want to bite someone, you can also dig your fingernail into yeah. that point. <laughs> Or, you know, you can put a patch on it. (laughs) Yep, yep, So uh, I often thought we could use um, patches instead of defibrillator paddles because they increase coherence. And what's happening when you're fibrillating is you have a a cardiac dysrhythmia and you you need a cardiovert. And um, if you put... Uh, a uh, white ice wave patch on CB17 and a tan one on spleen 21, you're going to increase the biocoherence around the field of the heart. And uh, what I mean by biocoherence is if you look at a, uh, a graph of the millivolts on the y-axis and time on the x-axis, usually have a a voltage drop of about 80 millivolts across the the cells of the heart. And when you reach a depolarization threshold, which is often lowered to stimulate a heart attack, uh, the heart muscle becomes more irritable because it's deprived of oxygen or there's an electrolyte imbalance or there's some kind of phlegm blocking the heart orifice or you have atherosclerotic plaque and a blood clot built up in the coronary artery that's blocking the blood flow or you didn't do enough exercise to increase your capillarization of your myocardium, in other words, to increase the blood flow to the heart muscle So all of those could uh, start a cardiac circus and cause an incoherence of the heart muscle where you get a lower depolarization threshold and um, a lot of irritability and a depolarization in a focus of the heart that's not starting at the sinoatrial node, which is in the... uh, upper back of the of the right atrium, which is where the wave of depolarization when it's in sync normally starts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, if you uh, if you have a um, maybe one of the YH patches or a positive patch, like especially a carnosine, 
and or a white ice wave on CV-17, which is a point that opens up the chest, and a tan one on spleen 21, which is right at the apex of the heart, where the the tip of the heart is, then you follow that wave of depolarization and you make the whole heart muscle more coherent. And then what that does is increase the action potential threshold so the heart muscle is not so irritable, and that lowers the risk of having dysrhythmias. Mm. Of course, uh, that's off-label. Uh, that's that's just my observation. That's the the company wouldn't say anything about that. <clears throat> right, 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 right. However, I've I've got people um, that normally would have to use. Uh, one of those def- uh, the heart, uh, not a defibrillator, but um, a monitor. They, they have a, a built-in monitor. A Holter monitor. A Holter, yeah. On their heart, and it, uh, if they're uh, <clears throat> if they get uh, paroxysmal atrial tachycardia, which means uh, a sudden a dysrhythmia of their atria, then this thing kicks in and and uh, cardioverts them. But um, people that are wearing a set of ice wave patches, the way I describe, don't have to use it as much. Mm. And some some people prefer to wear the patches instead of to have um, one of those built in. Very cool. Anyway, so you've had people do that? Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Um, of course, it's their choice, and, you know, they discuss it with their doctor, and the doctor knows what's going on, so it's not something I'm prescribing. It's just a suggestion. Mm-hmm. But it certainly sounds that it, it would be very supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Very cool. Is so, this something that you uh, prescribe that, or or support the heart every day, or just in emergencies? Well, if they have, um, if they're diagnosed with that kind of thing, like the um, sudden atrial tachycardia, <clears throat> then uh, that would be a good thing for them to do, even if they're they're not wearing one of the devices. Mm, or okay. even if they're not prescribed with device. So it's it's useful for that. But I wouldn't recommend it routinely. You know, if you don't okay. have a heart problem, then you don't need to do that. So an, another thing that interferes with coherence is 5G. And I'm not looking forward to when they put up 5G. <laughs> so that, that interferes with the body's coherence, and that's going to cause a lot of both neurological so is that and not up cardiac. already? Is that not what? Is that up already? 5G? 5G? Authority? Mm-hmm. Is it already available? Sure oh. Uh, it will be after November. I mean, the cities are starting to put them up. Now, mm-hmm. some cities uh, have... have um, 
are are awake and they don't want it in there and that prevented it from being put in. But uh, the um, the millawave that's put out by the 5G is uh, requires towers all over the place, and it's going to be much more intense than our 4G is. And uh, you know we talked about this before, and I don't I don't like the uh, incoherence it's going to cause in the body's biofield. And uh, there's a side effect to it also that's been known since the 60s, and that is that it uh, it decreases um, the available oxygen to the tissues and creates more um, free radicals, which will cause tissue damage. So anyway, uh, that's a little side note. If anybody has any input into what their city's doing, don't let them put up 5G. And if they do, then the patches will help with your own body's coherence to counteract that field effect. You know, it's really interesting, Dr. Dennis, that um, a little while back I was doing these healings using my Topican healing guides, and one of the guides actually has the word oxygen on it. And I kept uh, having to do clearings or healings on, you know, the person's oxygen, their ability to oxygenate their cells. And I thought, well, that's kind of odd. Why am I getting a whole slew of people with this issue? And then on further questioning, uh, it turned out that it was in parallel timelines or alternate. uh, Actually, wait a second. No, actually it was future timelines. Yeah, it was future timelines. So oftentimes in alternate timelines, in this case, it's a future timeline. And so somehow in the particular future that we were in that I was testing, um, that they we lost the ability to <laughs> oxygenate properly. I couldn't make heads or tails out of it. All I was doing is creating brand new morphic fields in the future uh, for us to be able to absorb, assimilate, utilize, optimize our oxygenation. Uh, but I didn't really know why the oxygen was so low in the future. So I think maybe that's what you're touching on because I didn't get it. I just did a healing. I just didn't understand why it was so low. Do you know what I mean? But now that kind of makes sense to right. me. Yeah. Yeah. We're having right. difficulty oxygenating in the future. That's the message that I was getting. <laughs> well, let, let's um, put it out there that we're not in that timeline where 5G's all over the place. That's right. Or we are in the timeline that we can uh, mitigate and uh, ameliorate uh, you know, through our own evolution, through our energy field, to completely neutralize any such interference. Yeah. So we can do that uh, to a, a good degree with uh, wearing the patches and short of Helps putting a up lot, a Faraday yeah. cage over the whole house. Because a Faraday yeah. cage yeah, will we help lot. We can't, and a cave won't even help, so. <laughs> right. So um, the the kinds of things I thought I'd focus on with the heart issues is the Shan and the heart's being an emperor and how it's protected and the coherent energy fields that we already alluded to and basic heart health and how the West views it, which is part of what you described already, and the TCM view. And then I'll look at some points and what they do and some sacred geometrical configurations that uh, seem very useful. And uh, then we'll uh, 
see if there are any questions. Sounds excellent. Very good. And for okay. those of you that are new to the show, you'll just know that I am writing a blog post right now on patchtrainingteam.com, and that will be available approximately 10 minutes after the show with pretty much the notes uh, from what we discussed today. So if you are in the car or you're not able to take your own notes or you want to just read my notes, um, you know, you don't have to copy things down crazily while Dr. Dennis speaks. So, <laughs> All right, Dr. Dennis, take it away. Okay, so from the Western perspective, uh, you've all heard of EKG, electrocardiogram, or ECG. And, and that's a, a measure of the electrical conduction, which um, occurs just at the time of depolarization. And it's a summation of the action potential graph that I talked about a few minutes ago. So in the EKG, we have this big wave in the, in the middle that represents the depolarization of the ventricles that pump blood to the lungs and also to the body. So the left ventricle is a big one pumping blood to the whole body. And if you look at the peak to peak of that graph, that's an R wave and that that uh, peak-to-peak interval is called an R-to-R interval. And there's a physiological device called a heart rate variability monitor. So it's like a physiograph that you could stick uh, around the heart and and the body, you, you stick electrodes on the body and it, it monitors the, the depolarization of the heart just like an EKG machine does. Actually, the EKG machine is a physiograph. It just doesn't have all the bells and whistles that a, a physiograph in a laboratory would. So the, this heart rate variability shows the graph of the RR interval. And when the heart's beating real fast, you have a real short RR interval. In other words, the the peaks of depolarization occur quicker and there's less space between them. And so that would indicate a fast heartbeat or a tachycardia. But when you slow down the heart rate, like when you're relaxed, when you're meditating, or when you're wearing patches like energy enhancer patches, you can slow down the heart rate and your RR interval increases. In fact, if you look at, uh, I, I believe if I recall correctly, there there's at least one study, if not more, in the LifeWay website in the research area that shows how the energy enhancer patches uh, increase the RR interval, and that was measured by HRV, a heart rate variability physiograph. So we right, know that was one of the very first ones that they came out with uh, using energy enhancer patches on pericardium six improved the heart rate variability, which is a sign of good health. Yes, because when you're aerobically fit, you have a lower resting heart rate, and your RR interval is increased. 
which, as you just said, is indicative of good health. So you can simulate a physiological state of being aerobically fit by putting on the energy enhancer patches. And like you said, I'm in pericardium six. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I wouldn't suggest that you use the patches as a substitute for aerobic exercise, but um, it, it's it's good for increasing um, biocoherence and for slowing down the heart rate and for just relaxing. So what happens when you relax is you get a slower heart rate. Hmm. So it, it calms people down and helps them relax. And in Chinese medicine, calm is shen. The heart actually houses the shen. Now the heart is the emperor. And we're talking in terms of five element medicine. And we have five different phases and five elements. So the terminology we use in the West for five element is five element, but it's really called the Wu Xing. Wu is five and Xing is phases. So each phase represents a, a kind of frequency or energy. And the heart is the frequency or phase of fire. And the fire energy is where our Shen is housed. So Shen is the Qi or the life energy of the fire. And it's housed in the heart. Hmm. So this Shen influences a lot of our, our body's health and physiology and functions. So if we have healthy Shen, the body's going to be healthy. So if the emperor, which is not controlling, but commanding all the other officials, like the earth and the metal and the water and the wood, if all of those are commanded in sync by the heart or the emperor with the emperor's good Shen, then they all work in harmony and balance. But if the Shen isn't right and the heart, heart energy is not right, then it can throw all the other phases out of sync and out of whack and out of balance. So the heart's really important. Yeah. And in in TCM, the tongue is the window to the heart, just like the eyes are the window to the uh, liver and the ears are the window to the kidneys. The tongue is the window to the heart. And we can tell if the heart's in excess or deficiency just by looking at the tongue. So if the tongue is a really full red color, then we know there's an excess. And if there are heart problems, we can, we can sedate that excess. And if the heart is like, uh, I'm sorry, if the tongue is pale, then we know there's a deficiency and we need to tonify the energy of the heart 
in order to to boost the color of the tongue or to tonify the heart's energy to rebalance it so there's not a deficiency. Okay, so how do we go about sedating the excess? Well, we would use the child point. If you look at a five-element graph, you see that the fire is the mother and the earth is a child and would go to the child point in the heart, which is an earth point, and that's heart seven. And if we stimulate heart seven, then we can sedate and drain the excess off to send the energy to the child. So how would we do that with patches? Well, we would put a uh, negative energy enhancer patch on heart seven and also um, we could use heart seven and uh, we could also use pericardium seven so either one if you look at a five element graph the pericardium seven is is also an earth point so both of those points heart seven and pericardium seven both are on the wrist like the wrist crease and heart seven is uh, on the the side under the little finger and pericardium seven is right in the middle under the middle finger right on the wrist. So we could use either one of those points with a, um, a tan patch on the left to drain the excess. Mm -hmm. And that's if the the tongue is really red and, and there's way too much heat in, in the heart. And at the same time that we're using heart seven or pericardium seven, we could also use either small intestine four on the right side, on the right wrist, uh, or um, uh, triple burner or San Jiao three. So that that's to have a balance. So you don't just want to put um, tan patches on because you're going to drain energy but if you want to balance and and you do want to drain some energy but you want it to to balance and so you would use say uh, energy enhancer on heart seven and small intestine four and that combination works pretty well in somebody who's having palpitations Mm. calms down the palpitations takes the excess out So what would you do for um, for tonifying a deficiency? Well, if the, the tongue is pale and you've got a deficiency going on, then you want to find heart nine because that's the um, the mother point for the heart. And if you use a, the mother point inside the heart, it's like heart nine is a, a wood point. 
it's going to pull energy from the wood into the heart. So that's if the heart's deficient. You want more energy to come from the mother, which is the wood, into the fire of the heart. And so you'd use heart nine. And in this case, you want to tonify. So you would use energy enhancer patches with a positive one on the right heart nine. And you can use um, a negative one on, on left small intestine four. Or you can use. So if somebody's got heart issues and their tongue is pale, this is what you would prefer to do. It's one of the things you can do. Yeah. If there's an, if you can tell there's an excess or deficiency, just by looking at the tongue. Like if it's extra red and full, and and there are other patterns that indicate an excess, like uh, fast heart rate and um, too much energy. And um, dysrhythmia is going on because of that. Yes, that would be indicated. Hmm, interesting. So, for example, somebody that might have like a autoimmune reaction to their thyroid and make their thyroid make too much thyroid hormone, they would have like a fast heartbeat, and they would feel hot, you know, and maybe have some diarrhea. Um, and, uh, like, have hot flashes and things like that. So that would be a sign of heat, would it not? Yes, it would, yeah. Even but if in they this didn't case, know they about... had thyroid issues, they would still be able to patch the heart. Right, but you'd be affecting the heart energy more than, than the thyroid. Uh, right. if, if you can identify that it's a thyroid issue, then you could use energy enhancer patches on stomach nine and just bracket the thyroid to balance the thyroid or do both would it be, be even better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, this combination to sedate the excess would even work on the thyroid to calm things down right, because the heart, right. we're so, dealing with, we're working through the heart, which is the emperor. So it's going balancing the emperor is going to balance everything else. Right. Hmm. So obstructions of the heart orifice usually occur when there's excess phlegm. In Western medicine, one form of phlegm is atherosclerotic uh, plaque and uh, buildup of calcification. So there's atherosclerotic gruel obstructing the arteries, and there's also calcification building up, and that can trigger blood clotting and obstruct the arteries. And you want to open, blow, blow open the heart orifice in that case. And in Western medicine, nitroglycerin is used, and in in TCM, what's used is musk oil. What? Really? Yeah, musk oil. <laughs> so there's actually huh. um, there's a heart pill called Shaxiang Baoxin Muan, which is a musk oil protect the heart pill. Hmm. And 
using protecting muskrats and as an environmental excuse to ban musk oil, uh, California environmentalists have banned the use of musk oil, so that particular patent herb formula is not available in California or illegal wow. in California. But but what's really behind that is uh, by using that formula, you're taking money away from the nitroglycerin and petrochemical pharmaceutical industry sales. <laughs> so, Do people even know that are, it does this? Like I can't imagine it being that threatening to them. Oh, the the muskrats? Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's not really that threatening to the actual muskrats. No, it's I just meant an to the pharmaceutical companies. Like you know, I can't imagine they would be that interested. You no, know, they're they're very reactive to anything that cuts into their profits. Hmm. Anyway, that's that's. That's just a side issue. Let me get back on the patches here. So, um, one one way we can open up the chest using the patches is to use CV14. So, a, a carnosine patch on CV14 will unobstruct the chest and simulate what happens when you uh, use musk oil or open the heart orifice. So if you open the chest, you're also going to open the heart orifice and unobstructed of phlegm. And CV14, having a carnosine patch on it will help do that. Mm, okay. and, uh, one thing that's that not a illegal that we have... Too? Oh, Yes. Carnosine on CV14 okay. is definitely good prevention. In fact, if you re- recall our um, our Theta Nutrition uh, heart powder, used to uh, recommend using carnosine patches with the uh, nutrition yeah. drink that was high in magnesium. So since we don't have the Theta Heart anymore, we could still use a carnosine patch and get our magnesium from uh powders like natural calm. Mm-hmm. So magnesium will help relax the smooth muscle of the um the coronary arteries and that will help open the heart orifice. Cool. Very cool. And uh, can you just describe and, for people real quick how to find C V fourteen? Okay, CV14 is the front mu point for the heart, and it's where all the energy of the heart channel comes to a head or to the surface, and it's right over the xiphoid process. So if you follow the line of your lower ribs all the way up past your xiphoid, where that rib line comes together at the apex, just above the xiphoid, where the xiphoid starts, is about one soon or one inch above above that point. And if you go one inch lower, 
you'll find CD14. And CV15 is usually at the tip of the xiphoid, which is one inch lower than that. So just follow your rib line, and the patch is big enough that it's going to cover the right spot. You stick it on the xiphoid, and you got it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it also uh, is indicated for spiritual exhaustion like revitalizing the shan, and for sudden turmoil, like uh, sudden situations that will make you suddenly anxious and, and give you what's called sudden turmoil disorder, and also for palpitations, or where you can feel your, your heart beat bounding, and uh, that's usually indicative of... Uh, the heart working real hard or beating real real heavy duty so it calms that down. So would you just use the carnosine for that issue? Like anxiety, shen, spiritual exhaustion, palpitations? Yeah, you could. Yep. Use the carnosine there for that. You could also um, add and here's one of my geometrical um, sacred geometry uh, configurations in addition to CV14 which would be like the apex you could use mm-hmm. pericardium 6 and or triple burner 5 okay so if you draw a V if anybody's taking notes draw a V on your paper and at the the bottom of the V right on the apex is CV14 then on on your right side which would be on your right or the left of the person you're working on, you would use pericardium six energy enhancer patch with a tan one on the left, pericardium six, and then put a white energy enhancer on the right triple burner five. Okay, so now you have a nice... Why do we use triple burner five? Uh, because it's the yang um, complement to the pericardium six. Now the pericardium is a heart protector, and the sanjiao or triple burner is also a heart protector, and they're complementary points because the pericardium six is inner frontier gate, and sanjiao five is the outer frontier gate. So you're covering both your inner and your outer frontier gate heart protectors to protect your heart by using that yin-yang pair in fire. Ah, okay. So like you mentioned before, use pericardium six for palpitations and that's really good, but you could also be fancy and use this yin-yang pair with Sanjiao five and pericardium six. And um, that's also really good for, for protecting the heart. Very cool. So, uh, so if we have a young person yeah. here, this is a question uh, for somebody okay. on the chat. So if we have a young person who is, as we as we know, are a kind of empathic or an empath, um, who very easily gets disturbed in the Shen uh, with people, noxious energies, things like that, and gets palpitations yeah. for seemingly no reason, 
So this would be a good uh, protocol for that person, potentially the CV14 with carnosine and then energy enhancer patches on left pericardium 6 and white energy enhancer on uh, the right triple burner 5. Correct. All right, cool. Yeah, and uh, also that whole that whole setup calms chaos, fear, and anxiety, and it revitalizes and recharges the uh, the heart chi or energy. And it's a classic a CV14 by itself is a classic point for cardiac failure, and um, it's good for lethargy, for congestive heart failure. And uh, also for what's called yin stupor. Yin stupor is when you're, like, <laughs> stuck. <laughs> That's like... I think I know that one. <laughs> yeah, um, a, a Yiddish term for it is for clamped. You're for clamped or you're oh, stuck, and you can't, can't move out of your yin. And it's like holding all your yang energy down, and you can't move, or you're stuck in not being able to do something. Okay, you're talking about so the same protocol helping yin stupor? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Wow. Even just CV14 will do that. But if you wow. add the rest of the triangle, like pericardium 6 and, and Sanjiao 5, works even better. Fascinating. So, so Okay, so because people go into this, what I call um, parasympathetic dominance, and uh, I've noticed people going into this profound healing mode where they're just sleepy, tired, super, super relaxed, which they yeah. you know, judge, of course, as fatigue and bad. But uh, when I test them, I'll check whether this uh, fatigue is pathological or is it a what I call healing reaction or parasympathetic dominance. And a lot of times it's the latter, especially if they've been doing a lot of healing work on themselves. Uh, and it usually doesn't last super long time, but occasionally it lasts way too long, like days and days and weeks and weeks, right? So then it's not very mm-hmm. useful because then you just want to sit at home and do nothing, which is not very helpful. You can't pay your rent. So what you're saying is, I mean, this sounds like yin stupor, like they are just in parasympathetic and they just lock down and can't get it up, so to speak, um, to to do anything. Yeah. So there are other ways you can combat that to to enhance this effect, and that is put an eon on the byway, which is GV20, the top of the Tai Chi pole, on the top of the head, and that will draw Yang Chi up. So if the Yin stupor is, is anchoring the Yang Chi too much, then that will counteract it and 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 reverse the stupor. Uh, another way to do it is to slap um, kidney one, stimulate kidney mm-hmm. one, so or or do both. Like put an eon on the top of the head, and then put a an SP six patch on left um, kidney one. Ah, okay. So you're stimulating kidney one, or you're getting the energy to the yang chi to come up, but you're also uh, grounding the um, bubbling spring or kidney one in the earth. So you're grounding at the same time as you're elevating the yang chi to, so you can be awake. Yeah, it's like, like pulling a rubber band, so you're stretching the, mm-hmm. uh, the yin stupor and moving it in both directions. <laughs> 
You know, like, <laughs> hilarious. Like, like, those cartoons, like those cartoons where you see people stretching. <clears throat> Get some okay. out of their yin stew. Okay. <clears throat> That's kind of funny. I'm looking at Elastigirl in my mind right now from The Incredibles. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good example. <laughs> right. Yin stupor. Okay, I have a new term, everybody. When I when I talk about parasympathetic <laughs> dominance, I'll be like, okay, it's called yin stupor. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. So, if folks are listening in. I'm talking with Dr. Dennis Loebstein. Uh, it is the first Monday of the month. So, this is uh, LifeWave Patching Protocols. And the topic for this month is supporting the heart. So healthy heart and cardiovascular function. So if you have uh, questions for Dr. Dennis, whether relating to our topic or something else patch related, uh, the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Just hit one so we know your hand's up. Again, 818-514-1190. And we also have the chat that's open up that you can also type in questions in the chat for us. All right, cool. Dr. Dennis, uh, what else you got for us? We have no questions right now. No more. Okay, so... Yeah, there there are a number of other points we could look at. But sticking with the CV14 paradigm, let's say um, there's a lot of chaos. And, and of course, there's a lot of chaos in our environment. and, And people that are connected with the environment that don't know how to meditate, often connect or resonate with those chaotic morphic fields from our environment. And so they feel chaotic too and ungrounded. So you can reset your yin by using kidney nine. It's like a degaussing of a computer screen. Mm. So you remember the old, the old cathode ray tubes that, that used to be all messed up with static. Well, if you, Degauss them, they would clear up, and that's what kidney nine does. It it like clears up the yin and, and resets the yin. So we're getting a reset of yin. And if we use kidney nine along with CV fourteen, those are good points for dealing with chaos and calming things down. So they they're indicated for mania and extreme fear. Yeah, so if someone feels like just extreme overwhelm, like they want to give up, uh, they're just like, they just can't hack it anymore kind of thing, they're just like don't even know where to go, they just feel like chaotic, then this would be a good protocol for them, kidney 9 and CD14? Yeah, right. Mm. So kidney 9 is a bilateral point, so you can make another triangle out of that. So you've got a carnosine on CD14, and energy enhancer on kidney nine. Right. Now, if you wanted to get fancy, you could also use bladder 58 on the right and kidney nine on the left. So you'd put the white energy enhancer on the right bladder 58 and the tan one on left kidney nine while you're using um, CV14. And bladder 58 is a good complement to kidney 9. And um, it 
It also takes heat out of the head and it gets rid of blockages that cause pain and it reverses dizziness. Ah, okay. So if you've got dizziness going on with a heart problem, then then bladder 58 is a good point for that, along with CD14 and kidney 9. So if you've got chaos, dizziness, heart problems for clamped chest, then CD14, kidney 9, and bladder 58 is a good triangle. Mm, gotcha. Okay, another really good point for the heart is a Shen Dao. Shen means spirit, Dao is gate, so it's a spirit gate. And that's hard to reach because it's GB11. And um, <clears throat> the, the GB11 is right below the fifth thoracic vertebra on the midline of the um, spine. <clears throat> I can almost reach that. <laughs> But if it's hard to count down, though. Yourself, it's a little challenging. <laughs> I have to, like, stretch my arm because I can feel GB14, and I'll just count down 13, 12, 11. I'll be like, James, put a patch right here. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, yeah. So the way the way you can find <clears throat> uh, thoracic level 5 is if somebody's standing with their arms to their sides, the... The spine of the scapula is angled down towards <clears throat> right below thoracic three. <clears throat> so if you follow, like put a pencil or draw a line from the um, scapular spine from both sides, from both scapula, it'll cross right below thoracic three. And then you count one down, that's T4, and another one down is T5. Two spaces down. Yeah. Yeah. So Shindao is a really good spirit point. And it's indicated for not just psychological shock that uh, traumatizes a Shen, but also for cardiac disorders that lead to shock. And it also, aside from cardiac disorders, it unfolds one's life path and um, it, it awakens uh, the spirit and it gets a person on their spiritual path. So if you're doing oh. spirit work and you want to modify your other rituals and approaches, if you patch GV11, it will help modify your journey on your spiritual path. Will it get it you more on your journey that's appropriate for you? Yes. If your intent is to go in that direction. Hmm. And if you're um, if you're going to open it up with, while you're working with somebody, you want to lead them in that direction, in a positive direction. Uh, another another point that. I'd use with GV11 is GV4, which is a life gate because the life gate brings joy back into living and it lifts the spirit and it revitalizes the heart chi. So if you use them in combination, 
like GV11 and GV4, you got the spirit gate and the life gate working together. And then you can anchor both of those in uh, kidney 9 and bladder 58. So that makes uh, a super triangle with two apices. And um, you could also turn it into a Merkaba if you use heart 7 and small intestine 4. Uh, so you're actually doing two sets of energy enhancer patches? If you're turning it into uh, a Merkaba? Yeah. Yes, or you could use Eon and or one of the YH patches um, on the right and SP6 on the left, like on kidney 9. Right. And so that was heart 9 on the left, small intestine 4 on the right? Heart heart 9 or heart 7. Oh, heart. Okay. But I, I'd, I'd use heart 7 if you're um, okay. tonifying. Let's okay. See. What is that? Gotcha. Heart 7 is, is the uh, source point. No, heart nine if you tonifying, I'm sorry, because like I mentioned earlier, um, heart heart nine for tonifying, heart seven for excess. Ah. But in general, if you're not, if you don't have an excess or deficiency, just use heart seven because that's a source point. Ah, okay. Wow, so that's like a <coughs> super super triangle. Like that would be, what is that? One, two, three, four, four. Triangles, then? Yeah, right. that, that's like combining GV11 and GV4 into the center, even though it's mm-hmm. a line instead of a... And then you've got your upper pyramid with a heart 7 and small intestine 4, and your lower pyramid with um, kidney 9 and bladder 58. Cool. So that that's a super configuration for getting the the heart to resonate with source and to get light in and to revitalize joy. Joy is the emotion of the heart. So it will move the shen along in that direction. Okay, I'm going to put a sub uh, subtitle here under for this part called Revitalize Joy in case people are reading the blog that's where it's under the underneath there <laughs> that's oh, pretty cool so we got spirit gate and life gate yeah i like that working together there at, at, at our zero point energy very cool so um might be a good good point to um share some philosophy from five element medicine in what Lonnie Jarrett, who's an expert in five-element medicine, wrote. And uh, he, he says, quote, the Ming Men, which is the uh, life gate, is the all-chemical furnace that contains and focuses the interactions that serve as a physiological foundation for human health and evolution. It's the integrity of these interactions between one's original endowment of yin and yang, the yuan or source chi, uh, anterior and posterior heaven, and the shen and jing, which ensure that life unfolds smoothly 
health is maintained, and destiny is fulfilled. As long as the integrity of these relationships is sustained without deviation, one's chi may be said to be true or zhen, Z-H-E-N. The zhen chi may be considered to be that which supports the integrity of the authentic self. So that's the energy that we're using with this configuration. Cool. Yep, so it's not just about your physical heart. It's about your emotional, mental spirit as well. Exactly. Yeah, and and you, we've talked about this many times during our show, but if you look at the Asian medical physiology, it's not just on the jing or physical level. We're also dealing with the qi energy of yin and yang balance and also the shen. And that shen is housed in the heart. And that's the spirit that interacts with morphic fields or frequencies outside the body. So our intent can direct our Shan to connect or resonate with certain morphic fields and we bring in those frequencies that we're resonating with and translate them into our yin-yang balance and our chi which will manifest into what's happening physically so in a nutshell that's the metaphysical energetics that we're looking at here not just the jing or the physical Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Yes. Yeah, so if you got questions for Dr. Dennis on the chat, you can put it on chat or you can raise your hand. Uh, if you're calling in, 818-514-1190, just hit 1 so we know your hand is up. If you have any passion questions uh, personally for you or for someone you love, if you want some suggestions, now is the time to ask that. And uh, in the blog post, what I'm going to be doing is uh, – just, you know, we wrote the notes, and uh, I'm just going to um, just highlight and bold some of the protocols and the points today, so it'll make it easier for people to find it. Cool. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Love the way you do all that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, thank goodness I type fast. <laughs> yeah, you're an excellent note taker. That helps me, so... <laughs> Do my best to say what you're saying. <laughs> so uh, I can throw some more points out there if you want, or we can field questions or whatever. Uh, well, we've got a lot of different points here. Maybe we can. Um, so a couple of questions might be, um, one of the things you mentioned earlier about, you know, the heart and looking at the tongue seeing if it's red and hot-looking or pale. Um, Is that something that is safe for people to self-evaluate and decide which points to use patches with, or is that something that requires an expert acupuncturist opinion? Don't have to be an expert, but you need to be confident that you can tell the difference between uh, a red and a pale tongue. Mm, Okay. So if you use the wrong protocol... You know, use like uh, the heart seven instead of the heart nine or whatever. Then what'll happen? Um, 
you might find that it worsens the condition just a little bit because uh, you don't want um, you don't want to be tonifying an excess because you'll make it more excess, and you don't want to sedate a deficiency because you'll make it more deficient. So if you get more, like if you're deficient and your tongue is pale and you have low energy and you feel weak to begin with and fatigued, then if you sedate even more, you'll get even more weak and fatigued. So then you know you're going in the wrong direction. Ah, okay, okay. Now, if you patch the same point on each side, um, my understanding is that things kind of even out. So if you're patching, say, heart nine on both sides, one and right, ten on left, not that you've mentioned doing both today, but if you did that, then if you have a deficiency or if you have an excess, then my understanding is that the the intelligence of the patches in your body just evens it out. Yeah, that's a good approach. Sure. Less uh, less fancy, of course, than the more elaborate uh, protocols. Uh, looks like we have a question yeah, here. I think this is from Pat. Let me just uh, unmute her. Hello there. Hello. I wondered if Hi, Dr. Pat. Dennis would... Hi, how are you, Dr. Dennis? Hi, Karen. Could you Good, tell me how to manage high blood pressure? And please be very specific in the placement of the patches because I don't have a chart that describes where the locations are. Okay. Well, to keep like it real simple, mm-hmm. the, the, the um, LifeWave won't recommend patching for blood pressure because it's a medical condition. But I've, with my clinical experience of people coming through, uh, if you um, put energy enhancer patches on stomach 36, wide on the right hand on the left, the blood pressure will usually go down. Okay, and the location. And that's actually in the brochure. Yeah, I that. yep. That's yeah, the I one near your knee. Yep. Because it's easy to find. That's why mine goes up and down a lot, because on the days that I wear that there, that must be bringing it down. Yeah. Mm, yep. Check Is your blood it? pressure on those days. Uh, that's the most simple shot. Yep. Okay. What about the triple burner five? Does that help at all? For It's a cardiovascular point, right? You mean what about it for blood pressure? Yeah. Or maybe um, these related issues. Yeah. What do you mean by related issue? Well, when you have high blood pressure, you know, it's usually a sign that you have uh, maybe some art- arterial sclerosis or something causing it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, Sanjiao 5 or Triple Burner 5 is the um, outer frontier gate, and it's also a heart protector. And um, if you're going to use it, I'd use it with P6, pericardium 6. So um, you could alternate, like one day you can have the patches on stomach 36, like I'm talking about energy enhancer patches, and another day, day you can rotate to 
pericardium six and Sanjiao five. Okay. So you'd put the the white one on the right, Sanjiao five, and the the tan one on the left, pericardium six. And if you're going to do Those that, you might. Points are also in the brochure as well, but they're not named. The new brochures don't name them. So the inside right. wrist point is the pericardium, and the outside wrist point is the triple burner five. And it's about yeah. three finger oh. widths above the crease of the wrist. And Thank you. Very helpful. Now, if, in, even more helpful if you um, do what we were talking about earlier and put a carnosine on either CV14 or even CV17, you'll unbind the chest and allow the obstruction to the blood flow to the heart to open up and that will lower the blood pressure because blood pressure is high when there's constriction in the blood vessels so you want to relax your your peripheral arterioles and your coronary arteries and that will lower the blood pressure So you could do that with the the triangular configuration we talked about with CV14 and pericardium 6 and Sanjiao 5. And you can also use stomach 36. Different days. Yeah. Okay. Different days. And then CV14... It sounds like it's right at the bottom of the breastbone to me. Is that correct? Um, yeah. You know, the, yeah, okay. That's a new point for me. Yeah, Thank or you. if you can find CV17 will work just as well to unencumber the chest and open it up. So either one. Okay. Yeah, I find with with uh, women with the with their boobs uh, that CV17 can be a little uncomfortable because you know the patch edges kind of dig into your boobs. <laughs> uh, CV14 yeah. may also be uncomfortable, but if you do wear a bra of some sort, you can actually place it right on top of the bra so that it's not even touching your skin. You can just you know tape it right on the the bottom edge of your bra because usually that's Pretty where the bottom edge in the center line in the front is pretty close to uh, CV14. Awesome. Now, it's interesting, too. This is a new concept to me to mix carnosine with energy-enhanced patches because usually one livens me and one, you know, calms me down. I'm going to be interested in seeing the results. Well, you know, you're actually right about the carnosine calming down because, and it depends on what point you put it on, too, and the time of day, but uh, carnosine is more yin or or calming than the other YH patches. And and uh, that's why we recommend, or I recommend, people wear carnosine at night uh, for repair of tissue because that's when tissue repair usually occurs at night. And to help them sleep. Yes, very much so. Mm -hmm. But in this case, we're asking her to do it during the day, right? Because she's using energy enhancer patches with that. 
Uh, yes. The kind of, and, yeah. And that's fine as long as it doesn't make you tired. Yeah, so you can try it out, Pat, and see what works for you, you know? Just try things mm-hmm. out and see if it feels good. Are you good? I'm good. Thank you very much. All right. You are welcome. very welcome. Cool. So I just wanted to take a few moments, Dr. Dennis, just to share a little bit about the X39. So the okay. X39 stem cell patch, um, uh, that is not for commercial sale just yet. The company is releasing it as a trial or sample for distributors who are already part of the company. And in order to get your sample packs, there are some criteria, uh, and that's on LifeWave x39.com and you can actually look at some of the testimonials there as well of uh, people having all sorts of amazing experiences with you know pain relief even though they have you know quote unquote bone on bone you know um, issues in their joints um, people that have uh, visual uh, damage um, needing surgery um, that their visual damage has been reversed um, increase massive increase in the speed of wound healing. Um, so there's also on YouTube, you can look up uh, LifeWave videos, their site. Uh, you can actually look up some of the recent trainings and uh, testimonials related to X39. So for people that aren't familiar with stem cells, stem cells are the kind of cells that your body can make that then can turn into any other cell. Meaning, for example, if you um, you know, are having a damaged gut, for example, and you have damaged cells in your gut, um, you could the stem cells could then go to the site of inflammation and actually uh, turn into gut cells. Or say you have uh, problems with, um, you know, like say your cells that make myelin uh, around your nerves, uh, for example, to cushion and insulate your nerves and get those nerve signals nice and accurate, um, the myelin, um, you could, uh, if the stem cells um, were available, you could turn the stem cells into myelin um, so that you can repair damaged myelin. So there's lots of different potential uses. And when I met with David Schmidt uh, a little bit ago, a week or so ago, um, he shared with me that, uh, and I, I don't know too much about stem cell therapies, injections, uh, because uh, I'm not specializing in regenerative medicine, and but he is. He actually has 100 patents, and 70 of which are in regenerative medicine. And he mentioned that uh, stem cell injections come with a lot of problems, not to mention the massive cost of those. So traditionally, stem cell injections, you get stem cells from something or someone else, and uh, one-third of the time, it doesn't do anything. Uh, approximately another third of the time, the stem cells actually start attacking your own bodies, and that's not very good. And uh, the last third, uh, there is some positive effect, but you know, a 30% chance of it improving with that expense is pretty narrow. <laughs> I'm not sure I would be willing to spend that kind of money with that kind of risk. So the nice thing about making your own stem cells through the X39 is that through the phototherapy patch, you get the signal. Um, there's a peptide that is then uh, increased to closer to the levels you had when you were younger, uh, and this then stimulates the stem cells uh, to produce stem cells for your body uh, so that it can go to wherever it needs to go to um, to repair. And I... 
You know, some people have used uh, the patch closer to the area where they have pain, and that sounds, you know, really good. David said that's fine. You can use it that way. Uh, they also recommend that um, you can use it in a central location in your body too, like the Dantian area, like below the belly button, two finger widths down there, or in the back of the neck, uh, the GV14, which I use as a brain balancing point with the Eon normally, you can use the X39 there as well. So if that's something you're interested in getting a hold of before it launches officially in January, um, you can contact you know the distributor um, that you are signed up with or Dr. Dennis or myself if you're not signed up as a distributor. And we can teach you how to uh, get a hold of that. Uh, otherwise, you can wait until January, officially January, when all the data, the science, all that kind of stuff is going to be finally revealed because now it's top secret right now. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, so it's going to be pretty darn exciting. Yeah, I look forward to that information. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, have you been uh, using it yourself, Dr. Dennis, or with, with clients? Yeah. And um, while the uh, um, GV14 and the uh, CV6 points that you mentioned are, are pretty good for overall body, uh, we're, we're finding that uh, to help sleep at night, you can put it on the, um, on the heel, the Shimeon point on the right heel that helps with sleep. And you can also put it on the right SP six helps with sleep. And, um, also you put it on an Ashi point, like people that have hip problems, uh, they, they can feel the chi moving in their hip almost right away when you put it on like the Ashi area or the, the painful area around the hip. Uh, I'm talking wow, about okay. the, uh, the hip joint, not the uh, iliac crest. So that would be a lot of times people would be groin, right? Hip hip pain. Like if they have a a joint issue, oftentimes it'll feel pain in the groin. So you're yeah. going to put it on the groin area. Where the the focal point of the pain, wherever that may be. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, and uh, I checked with David that said that you could use it on either side of the body, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, like the ice wave left, patches. Left me, yeah. You're dealing with a local blockage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just got my new set here and sharing with James. Uh, <laughs> so he's putting it on his back, and I'm experimenting. I'm doing some on my third eye. And uh, because I have had uh, laser surgery and retinal tears in both eyes, the back of the eyes in the past, so I thought that would be a good you know, place to repair because that's an area that I know that has some damage or had some damage. Um, and, yeah, so half, you know, half the time I have it on my forehead when I'm not you know, out and about in the world <laughs> during the day. And I was wearing yeah. it at night, and I did notice uh, that when I was wearing it at night especially that uh, my nighttime sleep was super deep and undisturbed, so I wouldn't wake up in the middle of the night where sometimes I would. Uh, I just sleep through the night, and then my dream recall was super really, like, accurate as well, like, right on. Like, I was thinking it was good already, but 
after doing that, it was like even better. So now instead of using the points in the, you know, the, the postcard that comes with the samples, I'm actually using it on the, um, you know, third eye. And if I have to go out in public or whatever, then I'll just switch locations and put it in the Dantian area. So it's going to be an interesting experiment. You want to invoke questions, you can wear it on your third eye out in public. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a good way to mark it. What's that? What's that Band-Aid on your forehead? I, oh, stencil I'll, patch. <laughs> I put it on the third eye uh, during our clinic so it, you know, people can see that it's on the third eye and helping to clear the brain. Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, definitely if, if – um, I've had someone with, uh, you know, strokes or, you know, damage, known damage, whether it be a heart attack or stroke or, you know, anything like that. Um, I was thinking, well, you might as well, you know, use uh, this natural and positive technology to increase your stem cells to go to work on repairing old damage. Now, you described degeneration of the um, protective lipid layer around the peripheral nerves. And um, that that sounds like uh, multiple sclerosis. That's what happens when you have MS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying not to use medical terminology, Dr. Dennis. <laughs> right. So that's why I stopped. I, I didn't connect it with the patch. I just said deterioration of of um, the peripheral nerve. Right, right. <laughs> MS is all about. So people can do yeah. the math. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Let me just check to see if there's any other people with their hands up. Nope, doesn't look like it. All the folks here on the call. Uh, and let me just check on the chat. Nope, we're, we are good, Dr. Dennis. So, Dr. Dennis, um, you know, you're on Facebook, right? So can you just go ahead and just share with people how they can connect with you on Facebook if they'd like to connect with you? Sure. Um, just my name, Dennis Loebstein. Like your Loeb and Einstein, just uh, type that into a Facebook search, and you should get my Facebook page there. And you'll see uh, a couple dolphins uh, jumping up over the ocean at sundown, and that's me. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> cool, great. Well, thank you, Dr. Dennis, for another awesome uh, show with all this information to support the heart, the cardiovascular system. So I've got the blog post all ready to go, and so in about a few minutes I'll press uh, publish, and that will be available at patchtrainingteam.com forward slash blog. You can also join our free uh, Patch Training Team support group. That's for any LifeWave distributor or customer or people interested. Um, it's not just my team anymore. It's just whoever wants that support, uh, you can go to Facebook and search uh, LifeWave Patch Training Team Support Group. And then we're right there, and you can ask to join and just answer a few questions uh, just to make sure you're uh, appropriate for the group, and then we will let you in so you can ask your questions there. Thanks again, Dr. Dennis. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in today. Thank you, Dr. Karen. <clears throat> Thank you, everybody. It's been a pleasure. Okay. Take care. Bye.